Three things you can do the next time someone says you can't do that. The Rocking Al Show. You don't have to take no for an answer. Just find a way to get started. The only reason I wanted to grow up was so I could do whatever I wanted without anyone telling me, Al, you can't do that. It turns out growing up doesn't work that way. Getting older just changed the roles, titles, and relationships with the people who tried to convince me that impossible applies to me. This seems to be fairly universal to the process of becoming an adult. Even people with the best intentions are prone to saying, you can't do that. In client work, I find that the most common wall people face is their belief that someone else holds the permission slip on what they want to do. Without noticing, they navigate their lives like a complicated game of mother may I, telling themselves that they can't do what they really want to do. And usually, the people they say won't let them, or don't believe in them, are the nearest and dearest, the very people they need to be cheering them on. If you're up against someone else's can't, there are three things you can do to shift the situation. Number one, check your premise. Sometimes people tell us we can't do something because they are afraid of what will happen if we try. Like our own fears isn't enough. The people who love you have to add their fear to the cauldron. But we don't usually hear, I'm afraid for you. We hear, I don't believe in you. And because this is our dear friend or family member speaking, we believe them. Don't. Let them keep their fears. You work on overcoming yours. If you think you can't do what you want to do because of the consequences other people will impose, make sure that isn't just a story in your head. I've had clients tell me, my wife would leave me if I did that. But when we drilled down into what they truly believe about the relationship, they realize that just isn't true. Of course, there may be consequences. Your partner might not like it if you did what you want to do. It is possible that your choice would end the relationship. Your boss might really fire you. Your neighbor might really shun you. Your kids might really run away from home. It's possible, but is it really likely? Number two, do a permission audit. If you're about to embark on an undertaking, or if you've got a naysayer in your life, it may be time to examine your relationships. Make a list of everything you'd like to share your hopes and dreams with. Then add one word next to each name. One word is veto. I have consciously and intentionally given this person or group the power to veto my choices. Another one is limit. I have consciously and intentionally given this person or group the right to limit when, where, how, or how often I take any particular action or pursue any particular dream. Another one is sabotage. I have consciously and intentionally given this person or group the right and ability to undermine my efforts to pursuing my dream. Another one is discourage. I have consciously and intentionally given this person or group the ability to affect my energy and enthusiasm to the degree that I can be discouraged from pursuing my dream. Another one is influence. I have consciously and intentionally given this person or group the power to influence whether or not and how I go about pursuing my dream. And one other is release. 
I have consciously and intentionally released myself from allowing this person or group to have any impact on my choices regarding the pursuit of my dream. There is no right or wrong answer, only the answer that is right or wrong for you. Sometimes it is appropriate to allow another person the right and ability to affect your choices, but no one but you can give or withhold consent. And number three, negotiate. Did you really need the other person to agree that you can do everything you want to do? Sometimes your dream, vision, undertaking, or plan is just too big for someone else to believe in or be comfortable seeing you risk it all to do. What would happen if you just asked for their support for the first phase or for a small part? If your dream is to move to Maui, then maybe you don't try to get your family to go along with a plan to move. Maybe you ask them to just look at the housing market there or to start a fund that could be used for the move if you decide to go through with it. Give them anything easy and less risky to say yes to. If your dream is to start a band, ask for support to purchase the instrument or take lessons. If you want to go back to school, negotiate to take a couple of night classes for a semester and reevaluate at a later date. Just get the support to take the first step. Whatever you do, don't let their fear, jealousy, judgment, or petty nitpicking rob you of your energy to embark on your own path. You don't need to get distracted by their negativity. Just find a way to say, I can too, and get started. I hope you found this podcast informative. If you have any comments about this or the other episodes, please comment where available or send them to the Rocky Nell Show at rockynellentertainment.ca. I'll be looking forward to reading them. You can also hear the podcast from other apps. Go to www.rock103.ca forward slash apps where you can download your favorite apps to your devices. Until next time, goodbye everybody. The Rocky Nell Show.